The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. There's one power strong enough to break the cycle of addiction and incarceration. One name that restores and redeems hearts. One true savior. This is Prison Transformation Radio. Stories of chains broken and hearts restored. Here are your hosts, Jim Moore and Pastor Dwight Anderson. Welcome. Welcome to Prison Transformation Radio. This is Jim Moore with the R3 Collaborative, one of your co-hosts, and my partner, Pastor Dwight Anderson. How are you doing, Pastor? Good, good. Yeah, yeah. And, good. Uh, we're good excited to at uh, Prison Mission Association. This week, we're going to be going down to Red Wing, okay. the correctional facility, September 20th. And then I'm also going to be at a missionary conference. My home church, Bethesda Church in Prior Lake, has their missionary conference. So Wonderful. we're going to have a display up and talk to people and share with them about what God's doing behind bars. So it's pretty, pretty exciting. And, and we have an exciting thing coming up Thursday, September 20th, with the R3 Collaborative. As some of you may know, we do monthly networking meetings and workshops. Yes. So this coming Thursday, and let me get the information in front of me here, at United Methodist Church in Minneapolis, September 20th, 538, we're going to do a free open to the work, open to the public workshop on transforming psychological trauma into nonviolent power. And we offer this to clinicians in, in treatment services and reentry services, but it's just this emerging force in mental health therapy that these underlying wounds have a profound impact on our lives. Yes. At, at least in my own addiction, I can see we're self-medicating, unresolved right. issues, and just that turmoil that I was going through in my life. So this is a way to shed some light on that. And as Providence would have it, actually we did a little planning, yes. we have a specialist yes. in the field. Her name is Tracy Ronning. She is the Director of Outpatient and Clinical Services at one of the largest providers in Minnesota, Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. Mm -hmm. And the profound thing about Tracy and the work at Teen Challenge is there you'll find an integration yeah. of, of Christian, faith, Bible studies, integrated with chemical dependency, clinicians that help folks work on a scientific plane with that. Mm -hmm. And one thing that Tracy heads up is mental health services. But she mentioned before the show, let's not talk about it in, in sterile terms. Even though it's clinical, it's scientific, it's credible, it is remarkably human work. And it just, is. Isn't it? Yes. So, so welcome. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for having me. Yeah. And it, it's just really a pleasure and an honor to have you here because we do faith-based shows, but I certainly found with my experience with Teen Challenge, one in one is three. It, it, we were concerned, Tracy, years and years ago that when we moved into the clinical field, people said, oh, there goes Jesus. And sure. that it's oil and water, you can't mix it. But what mm -hmm. have we seen in the last 10 years? It's just taken to a new level. So thank you for your work Th yeah. and being part of that. because. Tracy's Absolutely. The, Tracy's the one who brought the lead in bringing mental health services to our clients at Teen mm. Challenge. So tell us a little bit about that. Your sure. work at Teen Challenge and how mental health clinical work supports the overall treatment and recovery. Right. Well, there's you mentioned a lot in just that sentence mm -hmm. all on its I own. I talk too much, but thank no, you. No, it's <laughs> not in that, but just in these yeah, philosophies yeah. Um, and how there can be some confusion maybe between what's clinical and does that then negate Jesus 
Yeah. Um, and I prefer to maybe look at it from a holistic point of view. And instead of or. Yes, right? both and. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And how we do have these parts of our soul that Jesus is the great healer. And in partnering with him, that healing can come in in a, in a quicker way. And so right. how do we do that? We do that by uh, clinical work. And that's where I think sometimes people get stuck is just in that term. Yeah. However, there's an entire field dedicated to that. And so it's the healing of the soul. And that's our mental health field. Mm -hmm. The healing of the soul. Yeah, I've never heard mental health services framed that way, but that's good. I, mm -hmm. I guess that's the whole power of it is. solid clinical work in a Christian context. It is, and it's a soft science, as we know. You can't do a blood draw and yeah. test for uh, maybe a depression or something like that, but we know that through experience and um, in the field in and of itself that this is a holistic approach is is something that is not um uh, so a clinical approach is not something isolated on its own well it's it doesn't clash yeah with oh i see that's the oil and water thing yes because oh, that's what sorry I mean, okay. no 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 <laughs> there's no, not no, a clash great. in it yeah no that's great because that is exactly what we were up against 10 years ago when we were trying to take teen challenge to the next level so when you were referencing and i was talking about these philosophies yeah, yeah. there were these maybe competing philosophies where we would like to integrate them now yeah and when i about 10 years ago the reason i'm aware of this is i was a client in minnesota Dalton teen challenge right. early treatment services no mental mm -hmm. health services but mm -hmm. they did get me to a psychiatrist and i found out about co-occurring disorders Yes. And not only did I get my my chemical dependency assessment and find that I had a serious addiction problem, I also found that I had chronic profound depression. Mm. I was in such a bad I thought it was cool I was uh. in such a bad place. But uh. the point is I I got both of those addressed in Teen Challenge and I found Christ and and was delivered, quite frankly, from some deeper, darker things. Wow. Sure. But it all integrated for me, Tracy. And yes. we, it's just so much more profound than I think And that's anybody what we see in co-occurring disorders. We're seeing it's a both and. What came first, the, the mental illness or the substance use and or the substance use and then the mental illness. It's not an or it's the it's, both and it's the and mm -hmm. and one of the things we've been excited about having on the show uh, to talk about is i've been hearing over the last year this notion of trauma uh you know post-traumatic stress was associated with the vietnam right. war but mm -hmm. now it's being more and more associated with historical trauma right. all kind mm -hmm. of trauma and then we're finding an addiction we're wounded most yes. of us not only have a co-occurring disorder, we've got some deep, right. unresolved traumatic issues. And so this thing has emerged called trauma-informed care. Right. And and we thought you could help translate that sure. into, for, for me and for those folks listening who aren't clinicians, help us understand how this trauma plays into the mix. Well, I'll just cite um, a very well-known uh, research study that was done through Kaiser, and Perfect. it was called the ACEs study. The ACEs. And that stands for Adverse Childhood Experiences. Adverse Childhood Experiences. I can relate. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. And so they took 
just a vast poll. I want to say maybe 33,000 or something, maybe 3,000. I can't remember right now. Um, But they took a large poll and they asked people what a variety of experiences were that they had uh, under the age of 18. I've taken that. You have? Yeah. Very insightful. Oh, really? And they found a correlation. And if you were to score a four or higher, your percentage of being addicted to a substance was something astronomical. Oh, my gosh. 400, 700%. And the higher the score, the more likely you were to die prematurely. And so the attention really became on childhood experiences that were negative, Mm -hmm. you know, traumatic events that happened in childhood. And now we are starting to really take a look at how these play out for people and giving voice to those early experiences and now even in the prevention of it with children. And I think that's really important, um, the prevention of what that looks getting, like. Getting to it on the front end. I know at Teen mm-hmm. Challenge, you do the Know the Truth program, and more and more we're trying to get out ahead of it. But but this is another way to to reach out and provide services. Mm-hmm. So how does that trauma play out in the clients you work with at Teen Challenge? Do you see that correlation? We do, and so there's a, a clinical term for it. It's complex trauma, and it's also typically chronic. And so it isn't just Chronic a, means go on and on and on. Yes. That's what's my chronic profound depression. Yes. <laughs> on and on and on. So it's okay. not one car accident per yeah. se. It's an early experience compounded by then yet another experience compounded. Multiplies. Yet, and it yeah. just continues on. And I just look at it from a human perspective that if we were you know, the Lord says that we're created for love. So anything absent of that can be viewed as traumatic. So neglect, which is the absence of something, is also can be traumatic. traumatic. It, it sure can mm. be. And so when you look at what is trauma-informed care, it's bringing that, those traumatic experiences to an awareness. And now we can take a look at that and we can see how did, how did these things connect and from there, we need to then be able to create safety for people okay. moving forward and processing. So really, it's taking a strengths-based approach at it so that uh, giving hope that people can be free and live. In a strength-based approach, you reinforce the strengths. Is that my understanding of it? That the individual has so that they can build a leverage and a strength inside themselves to counterbalance? Yeah, that this is a healing. You can, yes, it's the acknowledgement Hmm. of perhaps those inner things that you were referencing. But like you said for yourself, you were able to overcome. Yeah. And so taking an approach of hope and bringing... Um, just that in a, in and of itself is we want to promote hope for people and, yeah. and that they can get better and that there is life after addiction. There's life after mental illness. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. If you just tuned in, you're listening to Prison Transformation Radio on AM 980, The Mission. And um, I'm Pastor Dwight Anderson with Prison Mission Association with my co-host Jim Moore. And we're here, we're excited to be talking about not the prison, concrete prison, but today the prison of addiction yeah. and the prison of, of reentry and recovery uh, with Tracy Ronning. She's the Director of Mental Health Services at Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge. 
So Tracy, we're excited to to hear about these developments and that there's help for people out there, people maybe that are listening today that are struggling with some of this stuff. So maybe you can tell us some next steps if they're personally struggling with this and then maybe tell us a story after that of, 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 of a transformed life and how someone took those steps and they saw God working in their life and, and Christ turned things around. Stories of hope. Yes. Right. Hope. Yes, I do. I have quite a few stories of hope, but I would encourage anybody who perhaps this is stirring something in them that yes. maybe they're recognizing that they perhaps had some negative early life experiences um, or that there's been events that they haven't been able to suppress yeah. and right. and maybe things are coming up. But to, to reach out, um, there's a great tool online, Psychology Today, that can certainly assist you in finding a counselor. You can put Psychology in, Today. That used to be a magazine. Now it's a it referral is, service. <laughs> but it is that as well. I was going to no, say. No, yeah, that's an excellent tool, though. Kind it of is. Like, it, it, that's a place where people can go and find what options are out there. They're absolutely. Excellent. Yes. So you can okay. put in your, your criteria yeah. mm-hmm, of what you're looking for and and in what area. Um, and it'll give up. It'll provide profiles of individual therapists that you can connect with. But that's not necessarily Christian, though, is it? You can search, and and yeah. if you oh, are looking for website? somebody who's Christian, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah so as, it's it's not one size fits all. So you can have a faith preference, mm-hmm. but there okay. are Christian okay. counselors that bring the humanity, the clinical, scientific in a Christian context. Mm-hmm. And if you're more comfortable with a secular counselor, mm-hmm. there's there's just a variety okay, of resources. Okay, so I list them both. I didn't know. Yeah. They do. Okay. It's That's essentially uh, a bank, per se. Oh. Yeah. And then from there, you select your criteria, and then it'll provide, it'll give you that how your providers in that okay. area. Okay. Yeah. And that's so awesome. that's if, if you are yourself kind of getting stirred by this conversation, or some of you may be a loved one mm-hmm. of right. someone, a child, a mate, or, right. or some of you may be in a church community that, that finds that there are people that struggle, mm-hmm. even in the pews, there right? are. even yes. Christians. So, so like identify yeah. these resources. Yeah. I'd like to give folks one. And it's my passion for Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, and it's and it's where Tracy works. I think one of the best telephone numbers I've ever heard is 612-FREEDOM. 612-F-R-E-E-D-O-M. I didn't want to misspell it. Okay. <laughs> no, but, but that is a wonderful, the first prompt gets you in touch with an admissions person. Mm-hmm. They'll have a confidential conversation over the phone. They'll talk through it. You can, you can actually come in and confidentially meet with someone. And, and that's, so there's wonderful support services. It takes a little courage, folks. You got to Google it. You got to maybe lift up the phone, but yeah. uh, we'll meet you halfway, right? Right, yes. And so then um, I'll share with you uh, one of my most recent, I would say, praise reports. Mm-hmm. Um, a client who had come through the program and chronic alcoholic, uh, fifty in, in his 50s, and grew up with parents that were uh, married, um, but in, in their late adolescence, uh, mm. teen mom and, and dad. And, and his mom had given him over to his, his father's mother, so it would be his paternal grandma. Okay. Raised by paternal grandma for a couple of years. 
mom and dad got back together, lived with mom and dad until one day mom decided she didn't want to be with dad anymore and left, took uh, his younger sister. So at eight years old, he, his mom had left, dad got the son, mom got the daughter, and there was a parting mm-hmm. of ways. And You're never... triggering some of my own trauma. Okay. Oh, no, I think folks are listening. Can't we all yes. relate to some of these things? Can't you yeah. feel it yeah. inside of you almost as she tells this? And as this client grew up repeatedly uh, beaten, repeatedly mm. yelled at, screamed at, uh, it's your fault, mom left. Uh, oh mom didn't leave me, she left you. And those early core beliefs that get started with people and then the beatings and his first drink at 10 years old with dad because dad wanted a drinking buddy. Oh, no. And then the repeated beatings that would just take place. Sounds so tragic, but it's pretty common for pretty a lot common. of folks, isn't it? Grew up just really shattered as a person inside and really frozen at about an eight-year-old level really came Mm. into the program in a 50 plus year old body but really with a little eight-year-old with a little fearful eight-year-old functioning capacity so the lord really showed up for him and did a lot of work uh he he's the one who did he took those steps towards Christ and Christ yeah. met him where he was at mm. with a complete healing of those memories. And, and he was really able to embrace how Jesus was there with him and for him in all uh, of those times. While those things were happening. That's while beautiful. those things were happening. Oh, I've heard stories about So really about in that. healing that for him. Um, and he used a lot of strategies such as prayer and meditation and uh, but again taking a holistic approach he was able to do some of this work with a chaplain see i was going to ask you how did the Mm -hmm. counseling and the clinical work play sure so i i really worked with him on processing and giving him coping skills and building his ego strength we really worked on those negative core beliefs and those patterns that were so quick to emerge Uh, And then he would take that and he would partner with his chaplain and they would pray through those things and they would work through those things. And then the Lord would really show him who he was in those moments. And so one of our last sessions, he said, I really I really want to go back to that house. I really want to go back and see that basement. And so we just actually did something more of a visualization. And so when when we walk through it and when, when we just went through the process and as the process unfolded at the end, he, he really felt a release and felt like he could walk out of those stairs and never look back. And, mm-hmm. and that was it for him. Amazing. So he has had a huge transformation. He's now uh, really flourishing in his sobriety. He doesn't feel afraid anymore. It took Praise him 10 months to feel Amen. like he wasn't even afraid of relapsing because, as we all know, that's a huge fear as yes. well. It's a huge fear mm-hmm. and a reality. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the beauty of a particularly the year. There are shorter programs at Teen Challenge. There but are. in a year program, 
uh, you can do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I just want to echo folks that my chaplain, when I was in Teen Challenge, did that visualization with me. Mm-hmm. And we went back into this traumatic mm-hmm. event. I haven't shared very much about this. I told my sons about it. And we, we kind of walked through the event. And I don't know, it was, it was a powerful experience, but he was there. Right. He was there with me. I always thought I was alone, but oh. it was one of it, highlights of my life, that mm. counseling session 10 years ago. And Tracy, I think it was a turning point. But then as you described, my, my chemical dependency counselor worked uh-huh. with my chaplain yes. and my mental health provider mm-hmm. worked together. And folks, when they work in concert mm-hmm. um, around Christ, it's breathtaking. It is, and that's the holistic approach. Yeah. And so knowing where to integrate the service is, and using the discernment and the wisdom in the integration is key, and yeah. you're going to get that much more traction. Um, and so when we look at trauma, we know that the early origination of it, we know the complexities of it, and really just helping the individuals create a hope and safety before mm-hmm. we can actually start any of the the processing but it can change not yeah. only his trajectory but his family's yeah and i found that i, I think we busted some generational curses a couple minutes left one thing i i want to ask you about before we close in prayer it, it seems that i've heard there are misconceptions at least there were decades ago that it was almost this encounter group stuff where you got to talk about it and they would try to force vets from Vietnam to talk about mm. it. But mm. then I heard that actually made it worse. Sure. Oh, you got to get it off your chest. I, it, the game's changed. Hasn't it kind of turned around? I heard you talk about safe place. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you would essentially not want to do any re-traumatization of, with somebody you. and you would want to start with assessing uh, that's the place where you start always is with some type of an assessment and even coming from that strengths-based approach, f- working with them on increasing their ego strength, uh, are they going to be able to to process? And yeah. if they aren't able to process, we've got to enhance and build up the skills so that we can get them to a place of processing. Excellent. And, and that's the power mm-hmm. of having someone like you and your team work with them because folks you don't you don't really want to try this at home i've, I've tried it yeah, with I my, when my son was an addiction <laughs> right. i i kind of oh god we got to get it out you got to talk about it seems the harder i push the more i push them away right. and i realized i can't save him right. i i needed to turn to christ but i needed to get him into teen challenge where mm-hmm. he found christ and therapy and treatment together Great. and it's been a tough five or six years but he's walking free and the curse is broken, and his right. sons aren't even into drugs. It's it Praise just God. we just want to bring you some hope, right, that's Pastor great. Dwight? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. this is that's tough, great. but there's a way out. It may not be a shortcut. Yep. But mm-hmm. th- there's a way out. There's a way we can tap into these resources. So I just want to land in again, I, not to be too over biased with Minnesota Adult and Teen Challenge, but. Um, if you've seen the choir in church, you may have heard people, they're called testimonies, but yes. they've uh-huh. shared stories like this. Yeah. So Psychology Today, online, a wealth of services, 612 Freedom, to have a one-on-one conversation with someone right. in Teen Challenge. And we, we do have a minute or so left. Any, any point you want to land on, Tracy, before we have you close us in prayer? I think it's a great point that you said you don't want to try this at home. Yeah. 
Um, but if you are feeling a stirring for yourself or a loved one, uh, that there are resources and that these are not two worlds that clash, but they're actually two worlds that are are woven together. And and so we can maybe just end in prayer. Excellent. Yes, and and excellent. we'll end in prayer. And just folks, you can get them integrated together. I think that's my key learning from today. Would you close right. us in prayer? Absolutely. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the time that you've provided today. God, I thank you and I bless everybody who is listening. And God, those that something may have stirred in their heart, Lord, I pray peace and protection over each and every one of them, God, that you would lead them to the right resources, that you would instill hope, Lord, that only you can do. God, we thank you for for your son, Jesus, who is the great counselor. Amen. 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 God bless you, Tracy. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much, Tracy. See you all next week. There is power.